From recruitment and onboarding to training and development, HR is at the threshold of a revolution, one that is powered by AI and machine learning. These emerging technologies offer new and exciting opportunities to unlock the power of a business's most valuable asset, its people. But new Workday research reveals that, of all the C-suite, it's HR leaders that feel most strongly that it might be too early to say if AI and ML will disrupt business for good, or if it's simply another overhyped technology. I'm Megan Wright, Head of Innovation at FT Longitude, and joining me to discuss this is Mary Jo Charbonnier, CHRO at Kindrel. Mary Jo, welcome to the Workday Podcast. Thanks, Megan. Great to be here today. What is your overall sentiment when it comes to AI and ML? Is it all hype or are we in fact seeing a real game changer for business? We believe it's a game changer, Megan. Let's just talk a little bit about who Kindrel is. We're the world's largest managed infrastructure services organization with about $17 billion in revenue, a little under 90,000 Kindrels worldwide in 60 countries. So when we talk about services, data, AI, we believe it's a real game changer. And the hardest part, I think, for any organization to get their kind of head wrapped around when it comes to AI is really unlocking first the potential of their data. Um, and that's really what we help our customers with, you know, because I think it's often trapped in all of these unintegrated systems and maybe not as secure as we would all like it to be. And that's something to be thought through as well. And so I think we really want to help customers unlock that data so that then you can unlock the value of AI, machine learning, uh, and those, those innovative technologies. And we really think of AI on a spectrum, right? If you think about it, it can really help you kind of uh, AI in production, right? Automate routine tasks. But pushing up that value chain is how do you get it to deliver more experiences, broader services, and really test what it can do and, and even in creating content as well. And I think a lot of businesses are thinking through the commercial application of it right now. And actually, you've just touched on a couple of very important things there that obviously link quite nicely into the remit of HR. So we're talking about things like experience, also things like automation or data insights. I'm wondering, how is AI and ML reshaping the role of HR leaders within organizations? Well, I think technology's been reshaping the role for a while. And I think the way it reshapes our role really has three different components to it or hats we wear, right? One I mentioned already, which is the commercial use of any new technology in AI is one. So what are the capability requirements for your business? How do you want to organize around that? You know, getting involved even on the implications as we we create products and services around the pricing impacts of, of the use of it. The best HR leaders are really at the forefront of the commercial agenda in their organization. So that's one way. The second role and one we've always worn when it comes to technology, but maybe we don't talk about it so much when we're talking about AI, is the role of governance. What is the code of conduct? What is the acceptable use of it? 
How do we make sure our customer data is secure? If someone violates our policies around that, how do we address that in the workplace? So if HR leaders aren't talking to their CIO, their general counsel about those things right now, I would encourage you to do so. You know, think about it. we had to put in, you know, when we all got laptops or phones, what was the acceptable use? What could you use your company device for? This is similar, a little more complicated than that. But certainly, you know, I think HR leaders need to be educated around and have a thought with with their general counsels and their CIO partners and their business leaders about what's our responsibility in terms of the proper use of it and to ensure that we don't build inherent bias in tools that we're using. And so there's a lot of, I think, good governance, good code of conduct work. So that's the second one. Let's go on to the third one. The third one is, is really about how are you using it to do the work of HR? Right? And where are you on the spectrum uh, in terms of it, using it in your own HR processes? And what business problem in HR are you trying to solve? It's also a really important discussion to have. So those are really the three hats I think about when I think about how, how do emerging technologies, in this case right now, AI, change the role of HR, the commercial impacts of it, the code of conducts and governance impacts of it, and then how do we use it functionally ourselves? I imagine, too, that that is having quite a profound impact on your relationship as CHRO with those of your colleagues across IT or finance, for instance. Based on your own experience, can you maybe share a couple of examples of how this is changing your relationship with your colleagues in the business? I think so many problems today are collaborative in their nature. CHROs today uh, and HR teams need to have a really tight coordination with their CIO uh, and legal legal functions on many fronts. This is just one more thing that we do together. And I think thinking about how you team on these things, how does everybody learn? How does everybody get up to speed? Because every function that we've been talking about needs to have a point of view, but we don't all start with the same level of understanding on, on the issues, the complexities, the topics. And so, you know, really important that you create first a common foundation and then a discussion about risk so that when your cyber team or your data team, data privacy teams or your HR, or your finance teams are having a conversation together, you, you, you know, in Kindrel, we talk a lot about being devoted to shared success and having a real common shared understanding of the state of reality. And sometimes on these new topics, that that takes a little discussion to get going. And I think one thing HR leaders can really help do is say, okay, let's come together and just learn for a moment. Let's all kind of have a common understanding of, of the issue and the implications. And then create an atmosphere where everyone can kind of bring their functional expertise to evaluate the issue at hand. Because these are often very multidimensional and it matters if you're dealing with employee data or customer data and, and how that AI is going to be used in those cases. So really important to have a really good understanding of the issues. It's a good point, actually, because Workday's research also showed that actually two in five HR leaders say AI and ML will enable their teams to deliver more strategic value to the business, which it sounds like is, is a big part of this. How do you think AI and ML is already starting to affect your own HR practices? A lot of it has to do with one, just really understanding your technology stack as, as, as like starting the journey. We're like the world's largest startup who's about to turn two. And, and part of our first two years have been really rebuilding 
our HR processes end to end. And we did that for a couple of reasons. One, we want to better serve our customers and think about a world where you have, you know, 60 legacy systems, five data lakes, four or five, you know, handfuls around the world of of entities that you work with that should be on your platforms that aren't. And so we've really had to, you know, totally reimagine and re-architect our HR technology stack. And we've we've renovated everything from payroll to all of our core HCM processes to our HR processes. One thing that happened to us is that repository of skills was still attached to our former parent. Um, so we had this like burning business need when you sell skills for a living to get all of that information into our new platform, which happens to be Workday, and be able then to use the benefits of, of really having end-to-end processes and clean data and it in one system so that we can get the benefits of it. So what I would say is first thing that has to be done is really understand your technology stack, make sure the data, you don't want to run AI off of bad data. And sometimes in HR, you know, I think we've been on a learning journey as a function on the importance of it, the hierarchies, the the cleanness of it and getting into one system. That's that's a big step and that's not, not an easy one because that really allows you to harness the power of AI when it's running on a really good platform. I thought it was a very interesting trend in the research to see that whilst HR leaders are certainly alive to the benefits of AI and ML, so in areas that we've talked about, such as recruitment and onboarding, talent development, as well as things like diversity and inclusion at work, there seems to be a growing concern, according to the research, about the impact it will have on overall employee experience. So I wondered if we could talk briefly about What are some of maybe the opportunities you think AI and ML holds to improve employee experience across the wider organization? Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine nowadays doing your job without a computer? (laughs) And probably when we first introduced them in the workplace, people were like, oh, what are we going to do with these things? But now no one thinks they could exist without them, right? And I I think AI is going to be just become a part of the fabric of how work is going to be done, how employees experience their workplace. And so I think, you know, some examples of, you know, where I'd like us to push in the frontier Right now, being a professional services organization, let's say for an example, you know, today we're using AI to suggest to employees skills. What if we can use the AI to help us build teams because it understands the geography, it understands the skill set, it understands the industry expertise, and it's telling a resource manager, that's what we call our folks who work with our business to staff new projects, what if it could pre-populate a team for a customer and a manager and a resource manager could look at that and say, yeah, that works, that doesn't work. Uh, I think we should always think about, you know, what's the human touch on things if where and when appropriate. Um, so I think there are lots of ways that, hey, wouldn't it be great for, for our kindrels out there if we could use things that made them more discoverable to use their skills to further their career journeys? I don't think that's a bad use case of it as well as just how do we deliver services to employees better and better? You know, what if we knew when you were going out on leave, you know, it could send you all the information about your particular type of leave to explain it to you, <laughs> talk to you about it. Uh, and those are some of the, I think, exciting possibilities that allow us to deliver that service experience. That's the business we're in. So I want our service to Kindrels to, to be the type of service that we want to deliver back to our customers. 
I guess to wrap all of this up then, Mary Jo, because obviously we've just touched on quite a few different areas, what one piece of advice would you give to HR leaders when it comes to standing where they are today and looking out across this AI-enabled future of work? What should they be doing now? Yeah. You know, let me ground it in the culture at Kindra. One of our core cultural principles is restless, restless to continuously learn and innovate. And I think this is an area where as HR leaders, we all need to be restless, finding out, you know, reading things, talking to people, listening to podcasts like this, uh, really continuing to press yourself about what is going on in your industry and in your function in HR. I think this is an area where, you know, we'll, we'll all be on a steep learning curve for some period of time. I think that's a great note to end on. Could not have said it better. And actually some really good points there for our listeners about how AI and ML is obviously changing the HR outlook, as well as maybe the opportunities for HR leaders to be part of the business in new and exciting ways. So Mary Jo, thank you very much for joining us. All right. Well, Megan, thanks for inviting me and great to be here with you today. 